0: And so I was like, oh, but I just, it would have like, been perfect. You know, but I just, I knew now that I do that <laughs> because of you. So thank you.
1: <laughs> Don't be scared. You can still do it. I just know you're going to do it every time.
0: No, it's good to know, to learn.
1: Yeah. Every, Hi. every time before we record everybody, uh, <laughs> Rebecca, I'll be like, are you ready? And she's like, ready. And I'm like, okay, I'm counting down. And I count down three, two, one. And then she's always like, oh, wait, 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 wait. Every fucking time. And she did it this last time. And I was like, yeah, every time you never knew. I thought you just knew it was your thing. No, I did not. Oh, man. Yeah, I think that's, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Put that on a shirt. <laughs> the whole thing. Hey, it's a podcast over here. We talk about strange and paranormal stuff. Hi, I'm Becky. I'm Lindsay. I just threw the Rebecca out the window.
0: Oh, you did. You Fuck did it. that yourself, girl. It. It's it's me. <laughs> Hi. <Fuck> it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, let's see here. This is episode thirteen. Neat. I love that. Yeah. Lucky thirteen, everybody. Feminine thirteen. We all know how we feel about thirteen. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> Um, what, what announcements do we have? Fuck it. Jesus we just Christ. Talked, versus... What announcement? We just talked about it. And I even had to ask you again, what was my announcement? It's Pop Flex. What was my announcement? Oh, that's right. Like, this is cool, everybody. Yeah. Ladies and gents. So, like, um, okay, there's this brand called Pop Flex that was created by Cassie Ho. And Cassie Ho did blog a on YouTube And, um, Becky discovered her first, but we both used to do Pilates with this woman through YouTube and like, she was really cute. And she really introduced us to working out in my opinion. And, um, she also started like putting clothes out and her workout clothes were great. And I have followed her and Becky has followed her throughout her career. And now her clothing line has like kind of blown up. Um, But either way, she asked for applicants to apply to do like a photo shoot for her and her clothing line. And I fucking applied and I got it. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm a part of what they call the fit brigade. So I get to try on her um, apparel before it's released Mm -hmm. and like give her feedback about it and then um, make videos like content for them um that'll be like on TikTok and everything yeah so i'm fucking i'm a model everybody yeah. i'm fucking.
0: oh my god that's so uh, lander cool. over here
1: yes. Yeah.
0: blue steel
1: <laughs> yeah i was gonna say i'm gonna do the blue steel look
0: <laughs> dude that's so
1: cool it's so fun and i actually so i did my first video like i turned everything in for it And like, it's definitely acting too. So that's fun Mm -hmm. because like you do stuff that you wouldn't normally do, but, um, it's cute for content. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, because, uh, you know, I I had to act like bubbly and I don't think I'm really bubbly. Mm. I think I'm a little bit of a, what's going on with her face. (laughs) Like, (laughs) Is she mad or like, you know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) I, I don't know. Maybe not. But, um. Anywho, that was my announcement. Yeah. I'm excited. That's a big deal, Check it man. Out.
0: That is so cool. Yeah.
1: That's a lot of fun. Yes.
0: Thanks. I'm so excited to see this.
1: You know, originally I was supposed to literally do a photo shoot. Mm-hmm. So like there was a photo shoot in Austin and I was supposed to go to it. It was an all day event that they were going to do. Mm-hmm. And then I got COVID the day before so I didn't get to do it. And I emailed them and I was like, I'm so sorry. Like I missed this opportunity. I really wanted it. And I was like, this is my background and how I found Cassie. And like, you know, I love her.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then they responded and they were like, we want you to do this for us instead. So like they made sure that I still got to do something, which is also really nice. Yeah.
0: That's really nice. I it love was that. very thoughtful.
1: Cause they didn't, yeah, they didn't have to, but like mm-hmm. they listened to my story and then they still wanted to give me an opportunity. Yeah. So. It's pretty cool. Very nice people, man. I love it. I know. That's all. Mm -hmm. That's all I have.
0: I don't believe I have have anything. Shit, girl. Except a story to tell you.
1: Oh, okay. We can get the show on the road. This is a true story, as I do. You know? Show. True story.
0: True story. Oh my gosh, we were just talking about this in the last episode. <laughs> you knew exactly what I was doing. I was doing John. Yep, <laughs> I pictured the country guy in my head. <laughs> okay, sorry. <Keep> going. Okay. <laughs> um, so this happened when this young man was between thirteen to fourteen years old, <laughs> and they're twenty one. I'm sorry. <clears throat> just thinking about true story again and <laughs> <laughs> he used to watch ghost stories for entertainment but didn't believe in them so okay. one night after finishing his prayer he made a curious request <laughs> to Allah to prove the existence of jins, and soon after he had his first encounter oh my god I know right okay Um, So while getting ready for bed one night, he hears a woman voice saying, go to sleep, sweetheart, and it was right behind him. Mm. The next morning, while getting ready for school, he heard a deep guttural voice speaking in a language that he'd never heard before. And he was like that, really frightened him, and he went to his mom for help. So he just was ready for it to be over. But after that incident, it felt like something was always watching him, particularly when he was alone and he was uncomfortable being in a room by himself and felt as though something was waiting to attack him. And Mm. one night while he was listening to the Quran with earphones, the djinn came up to his ear and spoke in its deep, low, guttural voice and just like freaking scared the living daylights out of him. Mm -hmm. Um, but what he discovered was that the jinn disliked prayer. And so whenever he missed a prayer, it would come after him. And then one time he stood up to pray and it screamed no in a high pitched voice. And it was constantly growling at night like an animal (laughs) side note.
1: Oh oh my God. Mm
0: -hmm. Um, and then he went to his cousin's house where all of the family members there were female. And there was just one other boy besides him, just a young little boy. And then after, um, in the middle of the night, he got up to go to the bathroom. And after using the bathroom, he forgot to say, he he remembered that he forgot to say the, uh, the dua. That's how I'm going to say it. And I'm sorry if I mispronounce it. And it's a prayer of protection in Islam. And he heard the jinn's deep laugh and voice saying their name and that it could see
1: him. Oh my God. Yeah. I and mean, it seems like it's a demon. I mean, I guess it is. <laughs> yeah. I mean,
0: so, so like I, I've talked about gins, I feel like in the very f- near past and mm-hmm. yeah, they have the capability or not the capability, but they just, you know, they, They have, they choose what they want to be, either benevolent or not. And, um, and so like these could just be the gins that are, that are messing with them. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. I mean, they're awful. That's awful. (laughs) They're punks. You know, like that would be really scary. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's not, I mean, are they the things that can scratch you? Do they do anything physically to you? Um, Can they kill you? you? No, know, I don't know. I don't think so. I don't.
0: I don't think that that's really their intent to I to kill. Recall. Um, okay. And so, yeah. So, anyways, um, I was looking for any information about that. But a few nights later, after that, while getting water from the kitchen, he saw a tall, dark figure with a top hat and a long dark jacket walking towards a wall. So who does that sound mm. like? It's the hat man. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, that's kind of interesting. Like, is the hat man a gin? Could be, right? I mean, yeah. Yeah, or maybe he's something. Oh, I could get into that. But that's so interesting. Um, and then the final experience that he had was waking up in the middle of the night To a hand touching his feet and feeling fingers Mm. slowly wrapping around his ankle.
1: Oh no! Mm -hmm. He said he was. (sighs) That's like my biggest fear. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And he could. There was nobody in his room that he could see. There was nothing.
1: Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember when I was a little girl and I was scared that a witch? was going to prick my toes. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. I never slept under my covers. Yeah. that's That just reminded me, like it jogged my memory when you said that it grabbed his ankles. Yeah, I had a
0: weird phobia of putting my feet under the covers too. Yeah, I was terrified
1: to put my feet under mm-hmm. the covers. Like how weird is that? I wonder what that means. I wonder if anybody I else I mean, has
0: had that fear. If any of y'all have had that fear, let us know.
1: Oh my God. Leave a, a comment. Yeah. <laughs> like, and then whatever, you know, platform this is on what, I mean, I slept under a fucking baby blanket for years mm-hmm. cause I was so terrified of it. I don't even know if our parents knew. Yeah. Um, but I, I wouldn't even, and if I did get under the covers, like if it got too cold, mm-hmm. I always had my knees pulled up really high.
0: Yeah. Same. Same.
1: That's so weird, dude. Mm hmm. And now I sleep, what's weird about how I sleep now is I don't even sleep like at the top of the bed. Mm-hmm. I like, I sleep so that my feet hang over the end of the mattress. Oh, I sleep really low in bed. <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what that's about. I don't sleep up high.
0: Huh, interesting.
1: Mm-hmm. Now I'm like, come get me bitches. Yeah. Ch-
0: I dare you.
1: I'm not afraid of you. I'm <laughs> just kidding. You- like I'm just kidding. I'm scared. I'm Leave me terrified. the fuck alone. Yeah. That was not a challenge. Yeah, I'm not gonna sleep under the covers tonight. I'll tell you that much. I bet you. <laughs> I'm gonna be on top of <laughs> them. I out also slept with my light on. Yeah, mm-hmm. man. Oh God, I I have that blankie actually. Yeah. That blankie is accounted for. It's in the other bedroom.
0: Oh, there you go. It's mm. you're all set.
1: It's in the other bedroom mm-hmm. of the uh in the closet that you think something weird happened in, by the way. Neat. So we gotta add a little spooky to it.
0: Wooy. <laughs> yeah.
1: It's tucked away with my papa. <laughs> That's adorable. Yeah, that's I what I called. Like, I had a baby pillow. Yeah. When I was little, and I was obsessed with the baby pillow. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I slept with it. How long, dude? Dude, like sixth grade. Oh my god. Was it? I took it away from myself. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I remember being like, "This is too much," and I went and put it like in the laundry. I just put it in another room.
0: Yeah.
1: I left it in the house, but like I put it in another room and just wouldn't let myself sleep with it anymore. Mm-hmm. Maybe I should bring it back. (laughs) (laughs) You can give it a shot.
0: (laughs) Why not? Why not? Yeah. (laughs) Nobody's judging me and my
1: papa. Yeah. Oh shit. We're doing a podcast here. I'm holding my phone up. Like looking, I was actually looking up the gen and whether or not it can hurt you.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I have any information, so keep on looking on that. So, but I have some other stuff. Um,
1: oh shit! Go on, man. Well, Sorry. no, look
0: up that to see if they can hurt you. I am okay. Girl, so, don't
1: worry. I'm not really listening. I'm looking. I'm right. just kidding. Okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: so in, oh, I just found it.
0: Oh, sweet. In Islamic theology, jinn are supernatural creatures made of smokeless flame or scorching wind, um, and they're often described as shapeshifters who can take on a human or animal form. And are said to inhabit the world alongside humans, but in a separate dimension. So, what does
1: it say about killing them? Oh my god. Them? Oh, I don't know about killing them. Oh, can it hurt them? Um. Well, you know, I'm not quite sure. That's not what I was looking for. Oh, I thought that's what um, you were looking at. <laughs> I was looking at if they could hurt you. Okay. So in is... but it says they cannot hurt people who wear something that has the name God or Allah written on it.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, that makes sense of the prayers, in yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Right. Uh huh. Okay, good to know. Um, in Islamic tradition, jinn are believed to be neither inherently good or nor evil, but like mm-hmm. humans, they have free will and can choose to be good or bad. Just like I talked about earlier, um, and they're not visible to humans generally. So, but they can, um, like I said, take the form and they can shape shift. And I think that what I remember last time me discussing about that is that they can get hurt in that form. Mm. Mm-hmm. Just like you would if you were a human. I mean, human.
1: I would go into my villain era and I would choose to be fucking bad one, dude. <laughs> I'm just going to be honest, like, I'm totally into that now. Yeah? Like, I kind of... Yeah, I kind of like the dark side. Oh, shit. Are you going to the... um Whatever,
0: the dark side?
1: Like, the... Not the The rebels? Yeah. I like them all. I have appreciation for all of them. Mm -hmm. But I really haven't... Like, I don't know. I've just really liked... But can you also imagine playing that role and how fun it would be just to be awful? Yeah. <laughs> like, there would be no consequences. But, you know, awful means different things to different people, mm-hmm. right? Mine would be, like, I left the milk out. Right? You know what <laughs> I mean? Like, it just depends. But, like, just imagine, if, especially if you were going to be in a movie, playing a villain would be amazing. Yeah, that would be fun. Right? I would love it. Yeah. I would totally do a villain. Yeah. Yes. So I kind of like that about the jinn. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) they're actors. (laughs) (laughs) You made me snort, dude.
0: I did. It's cool. (laughs) The theater flaw. (laughs) (laughs) So in the Quran, it's also said that jinn were created by Allah before humans and they were given the ability to see humans but humans not, cannot see them unless they take on physical form like I said um, mm-hmm. and they're also have their own like communities and languages and cultures
1: oh man yeah. but in a different dimension uh-huh
0: and there's Get like the
1: fuck out of here dude yeah
0: and there's so much culture built into this in the Islamic practice they recite like certain prayers to to certain like duas and like entering um a building or leaving a a building or leaving a bathroom and it's supposed to do you know help protect um against jinn and other malevolent beings Mm -hmm. and it's um yeah i just think that is amazing that it's so it's a lot of fun well, I I think that that's um a really embrace of culture to embrace spirituality. Mm-hmm. Or the paranormal. Or I guess it's not the paranormal. Like that's just their life. I don't know.
1: Yeah. But that's really yeah. cool. Yeah. It's more religious for them. Mhm. Oh my god, here comes my cat. Just going to ruin everything. Um so here we are. We're going to talk about um the Civil War and paranormal, like, activities surrounding it. Yeah. But I'll, I'm going to give a little bit of a background, too. I'm going to tee us up for all of this shit. <laughs> so just as background for you guys, so our founding fathers, including Thomas Jefferson, Ben Franklin, and George Washington, they all believed in the paranormal.
0: All of them. And,
1: and so whenever I'm telling stories, some of their stories are going to pop up, um, and I'll explain um, how they're related. But I also want to preface this with: I got a lot of this information from um, that TV show. That's the Ancient Aliens. Mm-hmm. So they actually had an episode about the Civil War. What? Yeah. So if you're interested, I'd recommend heading over and checking it out. I actually think it's season nine, episode episode nine. Mm-hmm. Uh, where they probably go into more detail, but they've done the research on it too. And this is what I love the most. After I wrote down what I was going to be talking about for this episode, Mm -hmm. I messaged my best friend, and I said, I think it's important that you understand where I am in my life. (laughs) And I said, I think that Lincoln had uh, visions Mm -hmm. (laughs) um, from, like, aliens. Wow, that were helped that that helped him write the uh, Emancipation Proclamation, mm-hmm. and encouraged him to save the United States. And he knew his demise, and his response was, "Please don't tell people that when you meet them for the first time." <laughs> 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 But, like, it's interesting. So I'm going to go into it and, like, where all that comes from. Yeah. Um, but I was like, that's fair enough. I mean, people probably get freaked out by stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So sometimes we got to slow it's roll this hard shit. It's whenever okay.
0: you're in it to, like, not understand why people aren't in it.
1: <laughs> like, like, we're like, what's wrong with you? This is great stuff here. I know. Lindsay, I went to a death.
0: <laughs> I went to a death cafe And I was like, paranormal expert over here. And I just started saying (laughs) stuff. And I was like, obviously you guys know that. And they were like, no.
1: No. (laughs) You're like, clearly you understand that the Civil War ended because the aliens spoke to Lincoln. Oh, no, you don't believe that? Oh, okay. Like, I don't know, dude. Like, it's kind of weird how your world changes over time. So a little more background too. So we're focusing specifically on the United States and its relationship uh, with the paranormal during the Civil War. So prior to the 1900s, there weren't really a lot of reports of UFOs. It really started to... There was an uptick after the 1900s, but there are a few more documented. So this is kind of crazy, and I never thought of it this way. But in 1830, Joseph Smith went to Missouri... And he's like the founder of uh, Mormonism. Mm-hmm. And he, when he got there, he was like, hey, it's 1830. Slavery is going to be a major issue. He was like, the, we shouldn't be doing this. And he was like, and the slaves are going to revolt and there's going to be a civil war and it's going to start in South Carolina.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: All of that is true. Wow. <laughs> like, that's where the civil war started. Mm-hmm. And Slavery was a major issue, and it did cause a civil war. Um, additionally, so, okay, the book, the, the Mormon Bible, I think is sometimes referred to as the Book of Moroni because Moroni was an angel that came down and spoke to Joseph Smith and gave him all the information about Mormonism. Um, but he visited him many times, and he helped him um, write the Book of Mormon. Um, and then he had the prediction of the North versus the South. And what was interesting about Moroni is that it was human appearing. Mm-hmm. Um, and he basically came and gave Joseph Smith, um, a prophecy of civil war. Wow. Which is really kind of crazy, mm-hmm. um, and you know, I have I learned a lot about Mormonism because I read a book that was a really good book, Under the Banner of Heaven, and they kind of they real oh they made a series out of it actually, mm-hmm. um, but they really dove into it. So like I knew how the the Bible had been established, but I had never considered the manner in which it was really a paranormal experience that he explained having, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and now I feel like a total asshole. Mm. Because I think when I first learned about it, I had such a negative view of any type of organized religion that I just didn't give him credit for his experience. Yeah. But, like, this guy says an angel came and told him all this shit, dude. It's kind of, like, it kind of blows my mind. It kind of makes me want to read the Book of Mormon. Like, I'm out of curiosity. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Anyway, so I think that's really cool. So that was in the 1830s. Yeah. So before that also, um, so 1777, George Washington, sorry, um, George Washington gave orders to his staff like that he didn't want to be disturbed. Um, it was during uh, the Revolutionary War. And so he was by himself in his quarters and this like a luminous being gives Washington a prophecy about um, America mm-hmm. and the coming of the Civil War. Hmm. So this was in the 1700s. Um, Okay, so we have a couple of prophecies around the Civil War starting, you know, as far as uh, George Washington. So George Washington was our president. It is documented that George Washington had this vision, had this prophecy, and that something came to him, right? But Mm -hmm. we don't really talk about it a lot, right? Yeah. Which I think is crazy. So then in 1860 in Delaware... Um There was a two hundred foot object that had globes of light floating behind it, um, and it looked like a rocket and it was just in the sky what This is in eighteen sixty it's documented that and there's we don't have this technology in eighteen sixty yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, okay. So then in Shreveport, Louisiana, there was a three hundred yard craft hovering over the trees and it was glowing like it was an oven and it had rays shooting up into the sky and it was there for about an hour and nobody knew what it was. Same time period, the eighteen sixties. Mm-hmm. Nobody had any clue what it could have been. Of course. A month prior to that to the war in New York, um, there was this luminous cross that was flying in the air. Mm. Uh, and a woman was looking out her window and she saw it. She went and woke her husband up and he saw it too. Um, okay, so the Civil War started in 1861. Mm-hmm. Um, and I will talk more about some of the visions during the war. But I'm going to go to the very beginning of the war. Um, so the war started in 1861. Um, and everybody pretty much just thought it was going to be a battle and it was going to be settled and it wasn't going to go on for all the years and all the battles that, that it drug on for. Um, so in April of 1861, um, one of the New York brigades got on a steamboat and they were on their way to Maryland to start, uh, fighting in, in the first battles. Um, and while they were on the steamboat, they saw the moon like soar into the sky like rocket into the sky and it had three circles of light around it. Um, And the only thing that that it could be explained is that it was a UFO that they saw that there was no way that the moon could have moved that way. We didn't have the technology for stuff to be in the air at that time. Like, and this is another documented circumstance of, of them seeing this during wartime. My God, dude. (laughs) Yeah. So like I said before, I know, and there, there's all of this information about how there's an uptick in sightings of UFOs whenever there's war, mm-hmm. and there's even yeah. theories that perhaps aliens are very invested in the future of um, the Americas. That there's more sightings and there's more activity in the Americas with um, aliens and UFO sightings than other areas. Mm. And there are still sightings in other areas, but like, it's just, there's a focus and it seems as if, um, the aliens possibly became very interested in the United States, uh, during all these times, including the American revolutionary war. Yeah. Um, okay. Let me see here. So then there was all these sightings all the time, like on the battlefields and like, uh, ghost encounters. And I'll talk a little bit about those too. Um, But here is another story of an official um, Union side, one of the generals, McLennan. Um, This was even posted in the newspaper. Um, So this is a a major general of the Union War. Um, He was visited in his sleep by George Washington, who warned him that the Confederate were closing in on the Capitol and that he needed to switch his plans and head to the Capitol. And when he got there, they did have to fight to defend it oh my god I know and it's documented this fucker reported it and it was in the newspaper to talk about how he knew to go back dude that's like I know that's
0: like (laughs) there must be something going on with the presidents like I wonder if every president gets like a prior president premonition dream
1: Right. Isn't it kind of bizarre? (laughs) Because we talked about that's why I started talking about how Washington had a vision.
0: Yeah. And then
1: Washington went to help these other people out.
0: That's so is that
1: divine intervention? Absolutely, (laughs) man. Like fucking crazy. Okay, so then here's more. Um, well, and there's another phenomena that goes on and I don't really know how to explain it and I never could, but all I know is that they, they have a name for it, Mm -hmm. um, which I don't remember. So good luck everybody. But basically (laughs) it's whenever, um, people are going to war, um, in certain battles, there were a lot of soldiers that said they would say, I'm going to die today. Mm -hmm. And they just fucking knew they were going to die and like i feel like i would say it at every battle so that's me and my personality yeah um but it's it's believed that some people really do predict that they're going to die that day um and i haven't been in their shoes so i don't know yeah so then um the, the the theories around it so this show which i used to i think in my younger years maybe i made fun of it but they talk about um like ancient astronauts mm-hmm. like Um, and those are people who do research. I think I could have, I could be misunderstanding it, but they believe that aliens were present during the civil war. Mm -hmm. Um, and that they have been involved since the beginning uh, with like ancient history and that perhaps, um, at certain times they nurtured certain, um, civilizations like the Egyptians. Wow.
0: Um,
1: and that they also believe that they have the most interests in the United States out of any other countries. I wonder why. I wonder why too. Um okay, so I talked about that. Okay, and then we have my famous story. We all know Joshua Chamberlain. <laughs> <laughs> the general from uh Little Round Top. Oh um, man, your crush. He's I know, he's <laughs> 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 Shut the fuck up. He's also the one that when he was on his way and he didn't know which way to go, another soldier appeared and he was kind of translucent and it was obvious that it was a ghost, Mm -hmm. you know, and he told them which way to go. And Joshua Chamberlain and um, people from his brigade confirmed they all saw it and it was investigated at the time. Wow. Like it got enough attention that the generals investigated it after that. So one more thing um, about Lincoln. So Lincoln was the president of the union during the civil war. And he had visions himself during the civil war. Um, so one of the first things that happened to him is whenever he looked in the mirror one day, he got stark, uh, strikingly like different images of himself. Mm-hmm. One, he looked young and youthful and one, he looked old and ghostly almost. Um, and when he told his wife about it, so his wife's name is Mary. And Mary is often depicted in history as being a woman who had a severe mental illness. Oh, man. Um, and um, it, I had also read that she allegedly was physically abusive towards mm-hmm. um, President Lincoln so I don't know the whole story. Um, I also know that sometimes women are labeled certain ways, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um, throughout history (laughs) and that sometimes it's a pretty unfair thing to say about women. So, so I keep all of that in mind when I talk about this situation. Mm -hmm. Um, but not doubting that, I mean, Lincoln very well could have been abused by her. Mm -hmm. Um, but whenever he told Mary about it, Mary was really into spiritualism and this is before spiritualism got big. Mm -hmm. She was already into it. Mm -hmm. I think she may have been a witch. Um, but (laughs) she, she said that what that meant when he looked in the mirror is that he was going to serve two terms in office and he was going to be killed in his second term. Wow.
0: What? And
1: yeah. And he believed it. Yeah. Yeah. And he said, my duty is to get us through this war. And he said, and then I'm probably going to die. Like he accepted it because he was also really into like mysticism and everything.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, And he had several dreams like this. And there was one reoccurring dream that he would always have before major battles. Mm -hmm. Um, And basically it was about being on a boat and the boat not being able to make it to shore. And whenever he had those dreams, there was a major battle that would happen with like major deaths or whatever it may be. Um, and he thought that he was psychic. Yeah. President Lincoln did. Um, and so his wife was also very much into all this and she had a spiritual advisor named Nettie Mm -hmm. and Nettie actually wrote a book. And I'm gonna read her book (laughs) because I'm really excited about what she has to say. But Nettie says that so she she was able to um, she was psychic and she could um, be a messenger. Mm -hmm. But that essentially that she was a messenger, and he had other spiritual advisors who were like Nettie, and they all advised him that the Emancipation Proclamation needed to be written, Mm -hmm. and they even guided him on how to draft it and what to say in it. Wow. And that, essentially, that's why it was passed. Yeah. And that's why it was written. Oh, my God. was because of his spiritual advisors. Yeah. Wow. Because it's true. I mean, Lincoln did say, if the union will stay together, if I abolish slavery, I'll do it. And he said, also, if the union will stay together, and we keep slavery, I'll do it. Mm. He, he didn't have a moral pull. Mm-hmm. He just wanted the, his end game was the union. Yeah. But, it appears as if the spiritualist stepped in Mm -hmm. and they, they told him, this is what you have to do. And he did it, but it's believed that possibly. I thank God. Yeah, for real. Thank God. The spiritualists were there. Those crazy women like (laughs) saved the fucking nation. Don't listen to
0: women. (laughs) They don't know what they're they're doing. They're too
1: emotional to make decisions.
0: (laughs) What if they're on their periods?
1: Anyways, that's everything that I wanted to talk about from the Civil War. Isn't that fun? I love it, dude. Isn't history fun, everybody? I just shove history down everybody's throat. You've
0: just made history fun. Ooh, Mm -hmm. you've made history very interesting.
1: I should teach a class on paranormal like history. Yeah, you should.
0: That would be so. I wonder if there's
1: already classes like that. I don't know, but you need to. that. Hey, what is the study of like beasts? Is it cryptozoology? Yes. I saw a posting today where they were like, is a Wendigo a cryptid? Mm -hmm. And it was an argument. Mm -hmm. I wonder why. And I don't think it is. It's a demon. Mm. It's not a beast.
0: I think, so I think we should look up the definition. Of a cryptid. Of
1: cryptzoology. Oh, cryptid.
0: Yeah. We both have
1: things. I thought about getting a degree in cryptzoology at one point. I was so like, that'll cool. be great. yeah, <laughs> It would be fun. Mm-hmm.
0: There's, um. You know, YOLO. There's parapsychology. Like, that's a real
1: thing. Ooh, that sounds fun.
0: Yeah, you should totally do that.
1: Let me see here. What are you looking up? Cryptid definition. Okay. Crypt. I feel like I'm like breathing hard cuz I've been drinking. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so it does say that okay. cryptids are animals. Mm-hmm. So you're so the Wendigo would it's not an animal. Right, right.
1: But um, this is interesting. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. No, that's right. And so it says crypt cryptozoology is a pseudoscience like of <laughs> subculture that searches for the studies and studies unknown, legendary, or extinct animals who present, whose present existence is disputed or unsubstantiated, particularly those in folklore, such as Bigfoot, Bigfoot sorry, God, Loch Ness Monster, Yeti, the Chupacabra, the Jersey Devil, yeah. Mm-hmm. hmm Or the Mokel Mebimb. What? Have you ever heard of that? mm I haven't. I heard, I know what all that other shit is. Yeah. That's a that may be Mo- one to look into. Well, I'm in it. That's our next show, everybody. You know what I tried to do? <laughs> I tried to look up Mr. Finger. Do you remember my haunting story mm-hmm. and how Mr. Finger was the guy? I couldn't find him. I was trying to get like do the research for his history. Oh, I think he's on YouTube. It's a cartoon character. Well, yeah, I found that. Oh, yeah.
0: Oh no, that was Salad okay. Fingers. Never mind.
1: Oh, okay. That was my story.
0: Good good show. <laughs> Good show, everybody. <clears throat> yeah, that was fun. Thanks for bringing in that, that historical part. I
1: really enjoyed it. You're welcome. Mm. That's what I'm here for. Um, if anybody else has a story that they would like for us to share or talk about, we would be delighted to. And you can send it to I have a strange story podcast at gmail.com or any of our social media like Instagram or Facebook or TikTok. Yeah. Yeah. And if you like us, please
0: consider sharing us with your friends, probably your girlfriends because that's the majority of our demographic and we like that. It's real mm-hmm. cool. It's real fun. Um so that we can talk to each other. Um and mm-hmm. if you don't mind <laughs> I sound so <sort> of <laughs> stupid. You know. <laughs> yeah, a minute. Check out my Etsy shop, <laughs> Bright Star Vision. Oh yeah, yes, yeah. I've got enjoying the cat cult.
1: Um, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You should send some of your cat cult shirts to Taylor Swift. She would. I don't know how she would.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I maybe I could just do it. Maybe whenever we go there, Tagger,
1: yeah, Tagger and something. Yeah,
0: I mean we're gonna go see her in Denver this year
1: mm-hmm. and maybe yeah i'm picking out a costume and everything yeah me too and maybe i
0: can make a custom one for her with her cats on them
1: oh my god and she can that be, a would cat be so member. cute
0: mm-hmm. good idea Lindsay. i love it okay you're welcome okay yeah so get a cat cult t-shirt just like taylor swift and then mm-hmm. um if you are inspired to review us please give us a nice review and take a snapshot of the review, doesn't matter if it's mean or not, but we'd, you know, prefer the latter. Um, and send it to our email address with your physical mailing address, and we'll mail you some free stickers. And, um, thank you.
1: Thanks! Thanks! I guess until next time. Bye! Bye!